Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. And away we go. Uh, Once again, 639. Here in the Morning Sickness. What is that? Picture, why is that happening? We were arguing on which which, uh, arm you used for the salute. So Who was you and Brady? Brady. Yeah. Uh, which one you do the, Like I think it's the right. Heil Hitler. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you two were discussing this. Yeah. I don't know how. Which one? Because you, you pump, you pump your fist during the wake up song. <sighs> yeah. Well, you don't do it that way. <laughs> so he's like, "Is it the left or the right?" And then you like, don't get don't curious about the protocol in which Nazis <laughs> pump their fists. What's wrong with I've you? Been I don't want to do it the wrong way. Doesn't matter with you. Which one do you use to salute the the fever? <laughs> is that righty or lefty? I forgot. Uh, yeah, it, tonight I just want to go to sleep this afternoon and sleep until I'm ready. The 45th anniversary of Smokey and the Bandit in AMC theaters. One day only, one night only, one Wait. showing. Just boom. One night stand. It's not all day. It's the 7 o'clock showing, yep. I think, something like that. And then it's over. And uh, there will be no 45th times two. We're not doing a 90th anniversary. So this will be it. That's it, yeah. Maybe the 50th anniversary rolls around, we go again, but I'll this, be there is, again. this is it. 45 years later, I think in about five years, no one's going to the Smokey and the Bandit thing. I wonder what the crowd's going to be like. Bunch of idiots my, like us. My real concern with this is what is... Might take the old pirate. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? <laughs> would you take her? I, yeah, I would. see that? Would she be interested? No. Not at all. The so why pirate? take What's her? What's a tick turd? I don't know. Maybe the, on the old... You know, she is... <laughs> What's a tick turd? <laughs> I don't understand any of this human daddy. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Tickturd might get her, but I just I think you had to be aware of the culture of the time. Oh, yeah. To have any tie back to Smokey and the Bandit. CBs, truckers, strange behavior all the way around. I don't think anybody today would have any. It's like a Marx Brothers movie. 
It just it's it, like, slapstick whoa. for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. it's not slapstick. Well, but I'm Marx saying are, but the this comedy is. It's just it is so centralized to America in the '70s. Like it's the ultimate not not disco version, but like '70s behavior of redneck. When it came out, weirdness. that was I mean, oh, it was hilarious. Everybody well, thought hilarious, it was great. But at the same time, that car was cool. The right. truck and the it was it was in the tail end of the the '60s muscle cars. And then big rigs. For- Patriotism of a guy running from the law. Right. The town's protecting him. Whatever big rig thing happened to the United States in the 70s was you had to live through it. You would never understand uh, being under the age of 30, our fascination with truck drivers for about seven years. It didn't last long, but it was there was something where they became the coolest dudes on the planet. You couldn't go down the street as a kid. I, when I, I remember just great joy having one of these meth-addicted guys honk their horns Pull for on. me. Yeah. We would drive every truck we went by. My mom would say, don't do that. They'll shoot us. He's not going <laughs> to shoot us. They'll shoot us. Stop bothering that man. And you just sit in that window and just do that stupid move and then bark, bark. Look, ah, got him. That horn is amazing. We would get on our CBs at night. Oh, just talking My to My brother him. and I and and, and – Maybe uh, the Ray boys would come over, and we try to go if we got a hold of a trucker. Yeah. Oh, one of the greatest things that what I have, I have in my Jeep right now, is a CB. I you have. Do? Oh yeah, in my white Jeep, I've got a CB. What are we doing up here? I, there's nobody looking. A bandit. Come on. I wish to God it was the the way you think it is. It's over. I got. I've got the there's antenna. No more long like, nights of talking on the road. No. They don't use anybody them. out there. It, it's it's it's. I don't know break what one nine. I don't know how they're communicating. Yeah, break one nine one nine. What's your twenty? Southbounder. And there had to be nothing worse than to be you know trying to. And now that I'm an adult, I know all they were doing was uh, you know transporting uh, cocaine back and forth using the CB and all their code language. That's why they were always afraid of Smokey. Uh, but the uh, I, I had to hear my. Breaker, breaker, one nine, watch your 20. This is Ducky, Ducky John coming at you. It's like, oh, God, a kid. <laughs> you got the road, Tom. You always get that one. It's Ducky, <laughs> Ducky John. It's uh, Aces McLaughlin. Uh-huh. 20's up there at mile marker 147. Like the stupidest stuff. We couldn't get enough of it. And that's what Smokey the Bandit and Convoy and all that weird. What started it? Don't know. Still don't know what the jump off point was for our fascination with big rigs and trucks. We got the whole country convoy and all that happened after. I mean, like during yeah. the wave a little bit. So it it had been going on for about a year or two. I don't know which one was first. Let me look it up. But convoy showed up. That was terrible, though. Singing about truck drivers. I mean, it was, it was a thing. It was America. You're uniting. <laughs> it was. It was like dream state for people that I want to just get in a big rig and drive across the nation. It was like, oh. These and if you can pair up with your, uh, you know, it's like the Jeep Club, but with trucks. Another trucker comes by, get together. Kind of. I, the Jeep The Jeep thing is recreational, It's just a though. wave. Oh, that's part. different. But, but the truckers on the job. road, you know, they still got a... It was just a job. It's not, not, not like they were out having fun. They were no. hauling stuff. It was a gig. Yeah, and if there's some jackass Weird. weaving in and out of... Man, they... It was unbelievable. Smoking and Bandit was out first. It was seventy seven. Convoy was seventy eight. Yeah, but if you go back, remember that? Remember that movie Duel with the killer Duel. truck? Steven that was seventy one. Jamie Lee Curtis and Stacey yeah. Keach, right? Uh, was no, he it was, in it? No, it was Dennis Weaver. Dennis Weaver. Yeah. That's right. It was Dennis Weaver. Yeah. And Duel was about a killer. It was Christine for Big Rig. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then don't forget BJ and the Bear was on uh, on regular TV too. Yep. Oh, that That's was terrible. Right. What was wrong Maybe with that? Us? Started the, <laughs> we're weird. I mean, that had to start a little bit with that whole wave. Yeah, it was about decade. BJ and the Bear was like 79, 78. Yeah. yeah, it was so just it was, this, it was about six too. or seven years. It wasn't even a full ten. They didn't even get the decency of that. We fascinated with big. I think, and then we met truck drivers, and it was like, oh Jesus, they're not like snowman, and these people are secretly homosexual. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> not all of them. Oh, not I don't know. Yeah, a lot no. of the stories started Man. to come. I was like, oh, geez, okay. They murder people. Oh yeah. I still got, I got a text from a guy a couple of years ago that said, uh, uh, "It's like the the modern day serial killer is the cross country trucker today." So the truck stop whores they, they disappear all the time and nobody cares the human trafficking i'm like what like, no no no, snowman uh, smoky they're just uh, getting cores from a to b they're just they're running they're running shine no they're not they're not at all and our fascination with redneck behavior in the united states has always been a thing but it it peaked in the late 70s and i still get excited about it. i lived in trust me i lived in west virginia during this time You've never seen people more excited about a movie than Smoking the Bandit 2. It was on a loop. It was nonstop at the single theater. It, it, well, I, it had to be there for a year. In the daytime, they'd show kids' movies, and then it was 7 o'clock, Smoking the Bandit 2's on. And my, it was the Rocky Horror Picture Show of West Virginia. <laughs> it, was, it was insanity. Everybody in West Virginia was just a huge fan of that whole deal. It's, like, it's almost like they attempted to bring it back, too, in like the late 80s when Stallone did Over the Top. Yeah, and he was driving his truck yeah. across the country. Like, and, maybe yeah. we can tap that yeah, vein let's again. See if this works. People yeah. like, no, no, no. We met truck drivers, <laughs> and it was the problem was we met real truck drivers, and they were not cool. They were workers. They were the doc. It was like it would be like meeting real cowboys. My dad always had that fascination with cowboys and stuff. And the, we moved out west, and cowboys and Indians were like, what oh he, yeah. He grew up with this this image of the west, From the Midwest. <laughs> just- <laughs> then you move out and you see, uh, you know. They're just they're farmhands. Cowboys were usually broke farmhands. They weren't. They were guys who were working, and then you meet them, and they were miserable. They were. They had no money. They would do anything for a couple bucks. Probably blowing guys on the side. Our American history of cowboy love, riding on the range and freewheeling it across. They were drifters looking for work and probably blowing anybody for a fiver. <laughs> I guarantee it. Well, uh, they were the original truckers. Kind of. Oh, they do. They go back into like how dirty and awful cowboys are. Oh. Well, that's what Steinbeck's books were about. It's like they're waiting for people. The everyone coming from the Midwest, yeah. just predatory. Of they're course, out the plains and they like, were thieves. There's a wagon. They had nothing. And uh, get rid of the bodies, no question asked. Steinbeck was the one who's like, "Where are they?" Like the of mice and men was about just guys who drifted from town to town work, and it was like the next step for cowboys in the early 1900s. Sure was. They were dirty. So you meet them, it was different. There was something about pick- the big rigs, though. I don't have it anymore. When I was a kid, well, except I, for smoking a band, I still. Want I thought it. it'd be a cool job yeah, too. As a, oh, as a, that's all I and wanted. You'd see some of those giant cabs that they have. Oh, and, we're going to see smoking the band. What do you got in the theaters. Jeep? Cobra. <laughs> what kind of CB? In the white Jeep, it's a Cobra. Yeah, it's a Cobra. Sweet, it's nice. It's down there by the. You can. It's laying on the floor right now. Just, the little the holder is not hanging on. Hit a bump and it flies. We out. gotta get that fixed, man. Oh, it's fine. I just, I just bend it. Are you gonna be talking on it all the way to the movie theater tonight? Uh, to who? I don't know. Like, no, I don't even know. What even channel. if it's to throw nobody, it out there. Just throw it out there. Seeing the bandits. Yeah, but then you found out that Channel 19 
was for the the rubes yeah. that would bother truck drivers, and they had their own special language to switch channels all the time. Well, they had their own like side channels and stuff. Yeah. So my dad had like when he drove, he he had a big big radio that had like all kinds of crazy channels. Because ah, we don't do nineteen. That's for the idiots. Like, okay. That's when you get the kids like you going, hey, it's it's, it's, Dunk Dunk Johnny for Watch Your 20, cowboy. (laughs) Like, what? There are any Smokies out there? If I was a truck driver back then, I'd sat on Channel 19 all night. Where are you at, young man? Are you alone? (laughs) Like, creeped every kid out in the world. Uh, Doug Hopkins says, my favorite jet, Joe Klecko, was one of the truck drivers. Was it Smoking the Bandit 2? He was in 2, yeah. yeah. Awesome movie. Part of the New York Sack Exchange. Yeah, he was in... uh, Smokey and the Bandit 2. Yeah. Your badge is crooked, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he smashes it. <laughs> yeah, he looked a little special. Like, he had CTE before he was his first overalls. hit. Yeah, he was. Well, everyone was. It was weird. The 70s and early 80s were just a strange time. And we're going to relive a little bit. It's kind of hillbilly time. heaven, then. I mean, you know. Rednecks were thriving. Yeah. Absolutely thriving. They had their own guy in the office and president. They had a hillbilly and a guy from Georgia, peanut farmer. Uh, right on the heels of Dukes of Hazard, and we were thrilled with the redneck. For I'm sure there's black listeners going, "You guys have been thrilled with rednecks a long time." It's probably true. <laughs> it hasn't gone away. But as a as a whole, even classy people were in on the red. Like Burt Reynolds made the redneck lifestyle like look good because women, every woman wanted to bang Burt Reynolds, and then he's off doing these redneck movies. <laughs> don't don't do it, Brett. We get to see it. This is for Doug. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, you big piece of junky dump! Get that mess the hell out of there! Talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you! I'll see if I can get in gear. God, he looks special. (laughs) (laughs) Backs him. Hold it! Alright, I'm not looking at this. Just pushing (laughs) that Bonneville. He's gonna go sleep uh, outside the theater. We should like to, because Bradshaw's in it too, and Mean Joe. Yeah. That was kind of a neat scene. I remember it was it. loaded. But again, that car. There it was again. Bandit in his stupid semi truck is hanging out with the uh, the world champion Pittsburgh Steelers because why wouldn't you? These rednecks are awesome. That's, that's he well known. Hey, the yeah, he knows all of them. And Joe Green's they're moving cars from like the, uh, during their practice. We got like, this. Yeah, everybody, Chuck Knowles going. Hey, stop everybody! The bandits here. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous to think that we would buy into it, and we did. He drove up to Steelers practice. Onto the field. (laughs) Right onto the field. It's the Bandit in a a semi-truck. Totally okay. NFL's not going to frown on the Bandit in a semi-truck driver. Loading illegal contraband and getting it across country. Wonder how long you had to wait for one of those Trans Ams when when they ordered it. I'll bet back then then it was demand. Gangbusters. And of course, you remember Rocky, too. He went out and got himself Pontiac Firebird. Looked pretty similar to the Bandit's car. We were fascinated with that stuff. Nicholas says it was the lights, man. Seeing 10 trucks all in a row, going 80 down the highway at night, using Channel 19. Us old schoolers like myself, that's what we do. (laughs) Yep, I think that's it. We're oddly fascinated with it. I cannot wait at all for uh, Smoking the Bandit tonight. And guess what it's going to be? 
amazing. A wild disappointment. No, it's not. <laughs> it's going to be a wild. It is not. I have set the bar so high no for way. how good it's going to be. It is going to be. There is no way Buford T. Justice would let that go any other screen. way. A wicked disappointment. No way. To, like I, I have a nice TV at home that's just enough. Uh, it's smoking bandit. This is going to be a wild. When Frog and, and uh, Bandit go and have sex in the woods and stuff, it's good. we're going to be like, oh, God, this movie's so terrible. Imagine how much Especially taller Sheriff Branford will be on the big screen. <laughs> when they pull over in that picnic table, have a little talk. Yeah. I only take this hat off for two things. <laughs> <laughs> Was it showering and something else? Yeah. Yeah. And then he took it off. And his toupee was still on, which was shocking. Uh, Miranda says, I'm the daughter of a meth-smoking redneck trucker here, guys, and can confirm everything John is saying is true. <laughs> and yes, I'm from northern Arizona. Yeah, they're murderers and they're, uh, they're meth. Uh, they're, they're all illegal. And then we met them. We we're like, those guys seem cool. They seem fun. And we met them. And they're like, oh, my sweet Jesus, this is a group of people you don't want to hang out with. <laughs> what was Brady's CB handle? Hillshire Farm, Will Smokey. What was it? What Road Toad. Road Toad. Will That's Smokey. right. Will Smokey is better. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> Will Smokey is strong. <laughs> Will Smokey might be my favorite thing. That's your new nickname, Pop Pop. You got Pop. the pig in the blanket. Will Smokey. <laughs> pig is. in the blanket. Come back. Pig in the blanket on the comeback. Which <laughs> 20? Good, buddy. We had a language. It was the stupidest time. Take two. Ten, uh, you know, uh, what is it, a 10-200? Is it taking a poop? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't smoking the band. You'll, you'll remember it. But why? Yeah, well, that's because... 10-100, 10 200 yeah. Because you had to pull over to pee and poop. Of course, Bree remembers <laughs> that. Road yeah. Toad had to do it a lot Again. on road trips. Uh, did you? Were you a pee and poop kid? Well, when you're a kid, you're always like, can we pull over? You're like an hour. I was pretty good. But that's why you filled the bottles. You're like the opposite of every other kid. Like, we never had to pee. It was always the mom. The kids were oh, great. As a kid, yeah. Oh, my dad would not pull over because no, he was a truck driver. That's, so he's like, I'm not pulling over for anything. Bottle. My mom started beating the s out of him one yeah. time, and he had to pull over. Yeah, moms are the only no. ones that could get dad to pull over. Oh, yeah. We weren't. Nobody's getting. No kid was causing this this thing to slow down. Yeah, he's throwing Pepsi bottles in the backseat. Go in there if yeah. you got to go. That was clinch it up, yeah. clinch it up, son. Which is a funny story because I just saw this. Uh, this guy spent a couple hundred bucks at the vet trying to figure out what was wrong with his dog. Sounds like a punchline coming, but it's not. Yeah. It's a true story. Uh, he's he's uh, going to the vet, couldn't figure out. His dog got lethargic and weird, stopped eating. It's like, ah, something wrong. Doctors couldn't figure it out. And he's like, the dog used to kind of pick things up and eat buttons. And like, maybe he's got something in him as an obstruction. The dog was uh, had a huge gas bubble, w- refused to fart. He's like, uh, the strangest thing in the world. He's holding in a fart. And it caused a gas bubble that made him sick. And starts him poisoning up. the body a little well, bit. It doesn't or no? poison your body. Everybody wants to think that that's a thing. Only the poop you, does. You're equipped to hold your poop in. You're supposed to hold your poop in. That's the whole point of being a, a decent human being, adult. Yeah, is that you're not supposed to just open your unless you've just destroyed your sphincter. Anybody that says they can't control their poop when it comes out, uh, I assume has had loads and loads and loads of anal sex because otherwise you broke you broke the seal. You can hold it in, but little dogs evidently will cause it caused a gas bubble uh, just holding the fart in because dogs aren't supposed to hold their farts in. They're, 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 they just let go. For some reason, they're adapting and they're becoming more like us and holding farts in. It caused a gas bubble in the dog because they're not designed for that. And uh, they had to wait for this dog to have a massive fart to be okay. And evidently it happened in the middle of the night. And the guy said, I woke up from REM sleep. 
I said, I was in the deepest sleep. And he goes, it was the most torturous scent you've ever imagined. Cost him like 300 bucks to go to the vet, find out gas bubbles. So how are you supposed to do these? The doctor said, uh, every once in a while, if your dog's acting funny, give him a tummy rub, force, force some air out, and pop that gas bubble and come pouring out of their butt. How's that? But don't start thinking that it's about you people. So there's a You're kid. allowed to hold farts in. Similar thing happened to this kid in uh, Wisconsin. He was at a Boy Scout camp. Well, Distended stomach. That's what the leader called told the, uh, <laughs> you know, the doctor to come in because the kid wasn't eating, mm-hmm. and the only thing that he did eat uh, because he was away on the road were green yeah. beans. Right. So he no. has this distended belly, and the doctor's looking at him like maybe it's a appendix, and he does the old uh, exam, fingers the dude, yeah, and pfft, comes right let on. the hit the bubble out. Yeah. <laughs> the guy said it was like five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like forever. You got to think though that uh, that should have been happening with the Boy Scouts, you say, uh, because of all the penetration that was probably going on in there in the Lack first place, pushing air up, and then you got to try to get it out. <laughs> Turns out it was from green beans and extended amounts of fisting from an adult. <laughs> the Boy Scouts of America, watch your ass. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited. Like tonight's going to be fun. But uh, you can hold your farts in, and you're supposed to. As an adult, you're supposed to hold it. That's why your. Well, body did you do that with Megan for years? No, or I still do. I, I don't fart in front of Megan. So you go to the next room or something. I go or? outside, or I'll go into the bathroom, or whatever. Like a decent person, and not because I'm worried about it. I don't want her doing it. Ah. It's reciprocation. Okay. Mm. If I don't do it, she won't do it. And has she though? Has she nope. slipped one? Uh, well, everybody's had an accident. Okay. Hers was like when Bigfoot, you know those pictures of Bigfoot where they catch him walking across the forest? Right. I was in bed, and she was walking from the closet to the bathroom and uh, took a step and went, <laughs> and just froze in the Bigfoot pose, just standing there in the middle of the room looking at me like, I'm like, what? Just go. Just you didn't like hear it. that. Go, 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 go. Sorry. Like, go, Bigfoot, go. Why are you standing there like that? She's in that mid-stride pose. I just, can't believe that happened. I'm like, just go. Pre-crop dusting. Just go. Don't stand there and stare at me. You're making it weirder. Don't make a habit of that. Nothing about this was funny. We are not brother and sister. We will not be Dutch ovening. We will not be farting on each other. And then 10 years complaining how come nobody blows me anymore. Every guy I've ever talked my wife doesn't even try to blow me anymore. Well, it's because you're farting on her every five minutes like her brother. You turned it into a relationship of brother-sister. Nobody wants to go down there if that thing's active. Say so you don't hang around Pompeii. It's an active volcano. It is. You don't hang around Pompeii when they're like, hey, there's signs of life here. This thing might go off. Like, I'm not going to go to Pompeii. Your crank is Pompeii. Your ass is Pliny the Elder. It's basically the warning system. <laughs> you just stop farting on each other. You, do you and Matthias fart all over each other? No. No, you, no. you refuse to. I'm not even going to ask this one. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We're pretty, there is, we're there is pretty some good slippage. about it. <laughs> I have been with you when uh, Ronnie goes, oh, come on, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> like, just gassed her out of a room. And we were in public. And It'll he happen was every once dying, in a while. Like, dying. <laughs> she recognized your brew. She knew which, She knew who did it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for Christ's sake. Mark my words, 10 years. Uh, she's not blowing me anymore. It's like, Why? I wonder, because maybe because you gas her out of the room every once in a while. I can't imagine my mom ever went down on my dad. And I don't like to imagine it in the first place, but here I am doing it. Uh, My dad farted on her. It was nonstop. Nonstop. And that's where I learned it, is my dad was so insensitive about farting that 
it got to the point where it was like, I'm never going to do this to any human being in my life. Because then my mom would stand in the kitchen. Like she didn't have a problem with it. I'm like, now I'm in a household of it. Now nobody cares. Everybody, everybody's ass. Everyone just, did. It was an all skate. It was. It was. And my dad set the table for. We'd have company. <laughs> Jesus, are you kidding? Wow. Good one, Dan. Sorry, sorry about that, everybody. I'm like, are you kidding? I didn't even realize that was going to happen. I'm like, you're that unaware of your own ass because you're so. And Grandma free to goes do it. walking by, has no idea. <laughs> oh, Grandma was. Grandma left trails. She'd take dumps and walk, <laughs> not know it. That's true. <laughs> I just remember once uh, Isabel got up from her chair, started to walk to the bathroom, and there was a line behind her. And I just, I'm not cleaning that. I, I it is that is my grandma, oh, not my trails. Oh. oh, she left a full on. Babu would walk by all the way. Smelled like Chesterfields yeah. and rotten potatoes. <laughs> and just she's Irish. Out. I watched my grandma trying to cook some cabbage thing reach into her skirt once, and I'm in the kitchen looking. And she reaches in there and pulls her hand out and looks at it. Oh, come on! And then goes right back to cooking. And I and I was probably 11 or 12. And I, I hopped right off the stool and called my dad at work. I'm like, hey, uh, not for nothing, but your mom just shoved her <laughs> thumb in her ass and pick is making me, me lunch. Me Bring a pizza. Pick me up. She lived with us. Oh. I called my dad. Away. Don't call me at work. I'm like, hey, uh, I got to let you know that your mom is digging for gold in the uh, back door and making dinner. So. That's my mother. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm telling you. This is your problem. Cut the grass. Yeah, and he probably <laughs> did give me some command. <laughs> Get outside and do some yard work. <laughs> well, your mom has got her hand in her ass, and she's making dinner for everybody. So I'm not eating tonight. If you have any questions. And then my dad came home. <laughs> this big cabbage, awful cabbage stew with grandma poop hands. Ah. It stunk. My dad's like, oh, I used to, when I was a kid, good. I used to love this. My issues used to make this all the time. I'm not eating You will eat this. And I'm like, I will not eat this. I saw who made it. And uh, grandma has hands, and I'm not uh, playing along. I think she even squeezed her thumb like it was Come under on. her thumbnail. <laughs> Gave a little rise. <laughs> she got something. She got something because her hand kept. Well, a kernel or something? I or? thought she was just straightening her skirt out. My grandma's skirt was always on sideways. The seam was always down the. Was I almost down the leg? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was down halfway. Like it was never in the middle. It was never down the crack. Mm. It was always, and I thought she was just straightening her skirt, and her hand went way down in there. And I'm like, I'm sitting a foot and a half away from oh. the woman. I'm sitting here just <laughs> enjoying the afternoon. I was doing homework. It's looking like what in the is going on? Hand comes up, and just stares at it. I'm like oh, and then that thumb squeeze, the thumbnail. So <laughs> a little soft serve under that thumbnail. Just gave it a squish. Into the cabbage. And then right back to cooking. We didn't wash. We didn't go, oh, my. I, I, oh, John, I just myself. I have to watch the pot. Nope. Didn't even run it under a cold tap. Just right back to this disgusting cabbage stew. I'll, I remember the pots and pans. I remember her grayish, like it was a tweed with awful clothing. And she had thumbs and that was dinner and i got in trouble because I, w- I didn't eat anything then. you will eat this and you will you don't talk about your grandma like that i'm, like, I'm not eating this you can beat me to death i'm not eating that <laughs> and i told my mom why my mom didn't i'm not hungry <laughs> my mom was that was when my mom started working and so she wasn't home so i'm stuck with this old lady playing with her poop after my grandpa died she just went bananas lived with us for three months and then we shipped her out of town <laughs> <laughs> go live with my sister. Everything had chocolate chips in it. Oh, everything was just oh, potentially really? horrible. 
she got so crazy when we would. Uh, oh, that's the noise you'd hear in the house all the time. Oh, if you weren't paying enough attention to her, she'd throw herself into something and just lay on the ground. I'm dying. Oh, oh, what the hell? And this 200 pound Swedish woman, just giant woman, would bash into something, break it, and then make us pick her up. And she'd just go dead weight. She would pretend to be hurt all the time. She was insane for about a year. And then she kind of cleared up. I, it was, we had so Finally much Finally got that attention she was looking for. I, well, no, we just moved her out. I think she realized <laughs> that she was. Uh, Not going to happen here. She was disposable at a certain point. I think she was afraid of that. And then my dad proved it to her that she was uh, expendable. So we shipped her out of town. And life got so much better, like, nearly immediately. She had to share her bedroom with my sister. In the <laughs> middle of the night, you'd say, oh, oh. She'd roll out of bed on purpose and just lay there. They weren't, they, they had, there was, it was a big enough room, there were two beds. They didn't share a bed. That would have been torture. I wish to God that would happen to my sister. I had to sleep with my grandma. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just do some adult stuff here. You turn away. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, she was, yeah, it was crazy. How did we get on that topic? You oh, started farting. with dog farts. Farting. Yeah, and then leading lean to Isabel's uh, poop, poop hands. And somebody said, I got a text that said, John, you broke your own rule, and you went to somebody's house and ate their food with kids. And I asked, don't worry about it, I asked, did that kid have anything to do with making this meal at all? And both parents rolled their eyes. We couldn't get her to do any work around here. She's not doing any of that. So I'm like, all right, good. You got to be careful like Kirby had that booger on her finger there reaching into that chip bag and she was claiming him. Like that I give Kirby credit. That day I saw her with that World Trade Center thing from New York and Queens that had that finger with the giant it's the Hilton downtown. It's got the compass room sitting on top of yeah. her finger. Big giant booger ball and just showed it to like a, a rotated few like looking at people. I know she might have been like 6. Looking at people like and then hand one right in the bag, like, this is mine now. Was she, like, flicking around like a Dunkin' Yo-Yo and stuff, yeah. or what? I mean, <laughs> it was oddly like a marble. Like, there was no, it was just a ball. Ugh. It was just right under the index, and I watched her pull it out. I'm just staring at her like, ah, the horror, what's going on? Right into the fam, and it's on the bag of chips, family size. Uh-uh. Those are mine now. She reaches in, and I told Brady's brother-in-law, I'm like, we're, uh, we're not going to eat, are we? So we're sitting in Sedona. And Hungry. Brady's like, time to break out sandwiches, Kirby Derbs and I made. And I'm like, no, no one touch the food. Kirby has booger hands. I will alert adults when kids or old people touch stuff because they're filthy. So, yeah, last night had Kate touched any of the food, I wouldn't have even come close to eating that. Mark knows you long enough, though. He could have probably just told you that. No. Never I, she can make the drinks. That's it. She can. She mixes. Well, the, well, we we watch her. We watch yeah. her. No, we, oh, she's okay. right there. Mm. We're not letting her go into other rooms. She knows better. Her. She knows. And I, I last night I only had soda. I wasn't drinking last night. But she's pouring wine and making a couple beverages. I don't know how legal it is. Probably legal in a house. Who cares? Sure. You can do whatever you want with your kids. But had she had anything to do with making food, yeah, I would have been out. I don't eat old people's homemade food, and I don't eat. Uh, like they have to be super clean, vetted. Yeah, very vetted. Yeah, I just, just just if you're at the house and I just met your grandma and grandpa, and they're like, "Your grandma made all the dip." I'm like, "I'm staying away from the dip." Grandmas touch their bean, not even know they're doing it. <laughs> it's true. It's good spice. Yeah, I don't think my grandma cleaned herself with toilet paper for like two years. I think she just hand wiped and went <laughs> right back to cooking. <laughs> 
<laughs> I watched it get ready to swallow a little regurge. I'm convinced. Then she turned crazy. They, they turn crazy and they start playing with their own poop. That's what happens. That's the fate of all of us. You'll be a homeless person to the Queen of England. Eventually, you're going to reach down and grab your own. That's what happens to all old people. We go back. They say, oh, you turn back. It's your second childhood. Yeah, it's because the kids play with their poop, too. It's the same thing. Grandparents are disgusting. They, it, they definitely hit that one year. Then it's like, all right, no more cooking. Yeah, you stay it. away from that. And you tell them it's for their I safety. No, 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 no. And there's like a sock in it. Like they, there's an ingredient yep. that shouldn't be there because they forget. Yeah, they're disgusting. You also have to remember they come from a different time and there was no feminine hygiene. And like they, the cleanly factor for them is different. They they touched a lot of things they shouldn't have been to. My grandpa and they were also my grandma and grandpa, both both sets of grandparents had two outfits, and showering oh, was like just look at old closets. Well, showering was weekly. Yeah, you get you go to a house that was built in the forties and fifties. It's like a two by three with one hanger. Like you got a suit, you got a shirt, and you got some pants for around the house. Did they smell like mothballs too? Because they were in the closet. Yes. Yeah. My grandma, it was wool. My grandma made a point to tell you that she doesn't take more than like a bath a week. Like, that was their thing. Like, no, it's bad for your skin. I'm like, I don't know who told you that. You're walking around with your filth and your Sunday's filth. bath night. And sometimes you'd have to tell her it's, you got it's that weekly bath. You need one today. All right, John, your grandma or Kirby? Who would you eat something made by? Kirby today? I don't know. They didn't say. Like that Kirby never. Yeah, the six. So you go yeah. grandma on that. Uh, one. I'd have to eyeball the situation. Okay. It's, uh, it's depending. Yeah, it's 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 the fluid. Listeners that situation know. is fluid. Grandma's cooking or Guy Fieri's cooking? <laughs> oh, Grandma's cooking. I take. <laughs> I would take Grandma's <laughs> cabbage all day long over anything Guy Fieri's putting Oreos and raisins in. There no you thanks. go, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> There's your yeah, answer. That's your answer. <laughs> Grandma or Guy Fieri? That is easy. I would eat Grandma's body before I eat oh. Guy Fieri's food. Crumble some chips on it. Yeah, I would put a little raisin on it, and you got grandma stew. I, I would eat that before I did anything. Guy Fieri made. Because Guy Fieri is a joke. <laughs> At least grandma tried. Guy Fieri is just going down the aisle for Brock's candy, some gummy bears, and a sock. You're an idiot, guy. I'm a culinary genius because you ate a hamburger and you had flames on your shirt. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, grandma's definitely. Did you? Did you? Grandma ever have to live with you or anything? You're an no. Italian family. They, no, they that's never did. Never did. Well, my mom's my mom's uh, mother moved back to Chicago, so she had to oh. live with the aunts. Oh, so she ended up living with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian families almost always take in a mom. Like your dad's mom didn't oh. show up. Uh, Man, that's yeah. impressive. Because that is that is almost always a factor. It's like some like your dad's gonna live with you someday. It's coming. It's happening. Man. The worst thing an Italian uh, can hear is that your dad don't, just turned 70 and he's super healthy. Don't, don't that, say that. Madea's listening. I know. She, <laughs> Kurt's going to live with you. I hate to break it to you. He's coming over. I just don't want to be by myself anymore, boy. Like, oh. You can live with us. Uh, it's going to happen. You don't think Dan's ever going to move in? He's not allowed. He's been told no. He's moved you out. You told him no? Absolutely. Dan. Luckily, Dan's done well enough in life. That we can take all that money that he would have been given me and put him in an assisted living home okay. where he belongs at that age. And we move on from there. And I'll visit him annually. It'll be nice. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, he knows. He doesn't want to burn. My mom started in with that for a while there. When I started, I, she was talking about moving on to my property. 
And she's like, we, you could put a house in this back corner and live there. And I just, like, Megan's eyes got huge, like some nocturnal monkey. <laughs> she's just, like, hunting for bugs. Her eyes got huge. I'm like, don't worry. I'm looking in the mirror. Don't worry. We're driving. She's not living with us. Because the big thing my mom said is I just need my privacy. I don't want to ever live in an apartment or condo because I sometimes like to walk around naked. Well, you think I want that in my backyard? Yeah. You're not selling me. Yeah, you're not. This is no good. I need to get you a place up north in the woods. John, your mom's out again. You got friends over. Yeah, that's what I do. She's in her robe and her things out, which grandma sometimes had happen. Come out of the bedroom in her robe and that gray rat was showing, that big giant. Strange pink tail. I didn't understand. I still don't know what that anatomy was, but there was something hanging oh. off of it. I, 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 but you need cough. Oh, Jesus God, Grandma, your wallet showing. Your <laughs> is out. <laughs> is that out? I forgot my pants. With that pink robe, and it was, everything was sideways. Flashing her thing like she's Britney Spears. Horrible. Anyway, enough about my grandma's vagina, Brady. That's yes. I know. Please. <laughs> the bottom line is stop farting on each other. Immediately. If you're in a relationship and you're farting on each other and you can't figure out how come nobody's blowing you, that's why. You turned her into your sister. Am I wrong? Next time you have a conversation with that guy who's telling you, this, oh, I'm just stopping, I'm just quitting. Certain age women just don't want to anymore. You fart on her? Well, maybe you're going to fart. All right, that's why. Then that's it. Stop doing that. Have a talk and say, like, I, I've been disrespectful farting on you all the time. And you, you know. You don't want to go down there when she's got an active volcano, too. It's not fun. I've heard Megan fart maybe twice total. Once she was in the bathroom, and I was laying in bed, and I heard it. Sorry. That's what you hear there. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. You're in the proper place. I'll give it. I'll give you that one. You got to pass. I'm not going back in that room. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it. I was laying in bed, and she went in the bathroom. I heard <laughs> And then apologized. And I'm sure she's heard me in the bathroom, but that's where you do that. You don't just blow ass on each other and giggle the whole time and then wonder how come it's dried up. You got your own answers. It's in the back of the book, folks. You know the answer. You can overdo it. Yeah, deep down. You can overdo it when you do it once. The second you open that door and she does it back, it's over. That's when you really know that she doesn't care anymore about going down there when she starts blowing ass back on you. Oh, God, we're brother and sister. <laughs> if your wife ever makes that, <laughs> your relationship's over. It's over. You're, it's over. Go, call them. Call the Cordells to Cordells. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's your wife blowing ass all over you. Call Cordell and Cordell. <laughs> We're still if you encourage it. Farting on her. I have a friend who his wife was constipated and he helped her out manually. Yep. Well, what? I don't know if anybody in the woods. Much. In the woods with a spoon. <laughs> I don't think I love anybody that much. I, I, hand I don't love anybody no. that much. You're Still gonna, together. Yeah, I would say what? you're going to die in the woods today. Please help me. Uh-uh. 
you're on your own. I can't watch you crown in the middle of uh, the Tonto Forest and still have respect for anything down there. Oh my God. Then afterwards, fought off a grizz. <laughs> uh-uh. I would have climbed in the grizzly's mouth. The things I'd Take seen. Me, please. Yeah, please, grizz, you're doing me a favor. But you I, said absolutely. till death do us part. Yeah, well, well, it looks like yeah. death is first. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's going to, well, we are going to part then, aren't we? Because you're going to be dead in the woods with half a log. I'm not helping you. It hurts so much. Well, you got, you got, just pretend you're alone. What would you do if I wasn't here? I'm going to go by the campfire and stand in it because <laughs> I never want to see anything like that again. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? <laughs> Wake up song brought Grandma? to you by, I'm, I'm sorry, Josh, uh, but uh, <laughs> by action ride shop. <laughs> yeah. They got everything in stock right now. The, uh, the, you know, a lot of the, a lot of bike stores are real low on stock, but you need, need a new bike from pivot, Ibis, Santa Cruz, Kona. They got you covered. Rocky mountain. They got you covered. Check out all their inventory at actionrideshop.com or obviously check them out on all the socials. What do you got over there? Yeah. Oh, I, was, I thought you were. No, I was looking okay. at the WNBA thing. I don't even know what that is. It's gross. It's WNBA. Of course it's gross. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, that should be their slug line for the season. Yeah. It's the WNBA. Of course it's gross. Uh, on the list, uh, <laughs> Slipknot, Static X, Flotsam, and Jetsam. Uh Somebody must have uh, somebody must have been at the terror show last night because they want Blinkway to what's my age, age again from for Pop Pop John for not making the show last night. <laughs> I did Pop Pop last yeah. night. Uh, Megadeth, ACDC, <laughs> Dropout Kings, Demon Hunter, Godsmack, Fozzie, and uh, of course Jerry Reed on there for the big show tonight. Oh, oh well, Vi- violent disappointment heading our way in approximately twelve hours. No way. Yep. No way. It's gonna oh, be amazing. Gonna be so disappointing because I'm so excited about something so stupid. Yeah, there goes a the truck. Do it. <laughs> the uh, yeah, we're gonna be upset. Comes another one. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Nothing. I would love it if they would. Uh, I don't want to hear Eastbound and Down. I'm gonna get. All right. I'm gonna get my fill of that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it all day. All right. Screw it. Jerry reads Eastbound and Down. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let me pull it up. Into convoy. Oh, oh man. On ESPNW, which I guess is the women, the N- the WNBA. Yeah, uh, it's only on uh, Saturday early mornings. Yeah, nine a.m. Saturdays, like kids' cartoons. <laughs> it's only, on the Ocho, only funnier. <laughs> it's uh, Diana Taurasi's leaving the game against the Chicago Sky, and the headline says Diana Taurasi was bleeding on her way to the locker room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did they just did they have to stop play for tomato pants? <laughs> I think Diana Taurasi is. Uh, she's got to be about the time when. Uh, She's of the age where that's all ending, isn't it? She's got to be no. premenopausal. She's at least 50. She looks at least 55. See how old she is. She's got to be. She's 30. No, uh, she's, she's, in her four, late, she's in her late 50s. 34. Look at her, Brady. She's 58 if she's a day. Or 28. She might be. No, 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 no. She's at least. 39. She's only 39 years 39. old. Earth years? Yeah, 39 Boy, going on 49. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. Thanks, goat. She's the goat, you know. Yeah, that guy on Channel Three this morning, or Channel Ten, kept saying it over and over. That she's again. the goat. Was she bleeding? Oh, yeah. Did they? What was she, where was she bleeding? First? I don't know. She got two technicals yesterday. And got, Ooh, yeah. got bloodied she got, she up got into a fight. Like pulling hair and weaves all over the sky floor. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, DT the goat. That's the thing on their on their uh, Twitter page. Diana Taurasi bleeding as she leaves the floor. I'm like, ugh. WNBA news. Stop I don't see any blood me. on the face. I don't see yeah, her hands. <laughs> her hands look good. 
Bandits are up pretty good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad they wore their black uniforms last night. Oh. If that was a home game, it would have been a catastrophe. Oh. Like she sat on a pizza. <laughs> ah, I like it. Anyway, eastbound and down it is. Let's do it. For tonight, 45th anniversary of Smoking the Bandit. Today, 45 years ago today. It came out June 1st. On Ronnie's birthday. Oh, that's right. It's Ronnie's birthday, too. 1977. Ronnie turned uh Maybe that's what she'll want to do tonight old. for her birthday. Get her on over on there. Yeah. You have to have had... I will say you have to have had a love for this movie to go. I don't want you going if you didn't like... Lo- you loved it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't need this to be somebody's indoctrination. This is not for newbies. I don't think you should bring Kirby. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah. Uh, well, either one of them... You think I don't Kirby think would Roddy, like it? Ronnie would like it? It was okay. I don't think it was... She's not a big fan. I think it's yeah. mostly guys. I there. don't want to bring anybody to this going, you're going to love this, because they won't. Yeah, you're not going to be able to convert you're anybody. You're not bringing anybody <laughs> over the line here. But the Jackie Gleason lines are just... Oh, great I mean, stuff to us, Brett. Yeah, I Someone, don't know. It's like going to Planned Parenthood. That with, guy should have gotten an Oscar. He should have. It's taken pro-life people to a Planned Parenthood going, just watch. You're going to enjoy this. You're not swinging anybody's opinion the first time through with Smokey and the Bandit. I still am wildly against this. Like, of course you are. You're a rational, sane person who hasn't exposed himself to smoking. And is it the, Junior should have got an Oscar because that dude so didn't crack up at and all. And the reason why is he was laughing so hard. Hal Needham, the director, I think that's who it was, said, uh, just pretend you're asleep when Jackie's talking. <laughs> and, and focus on being asleep. So that's why in the movie, Junior pretends to sleep or is asleep all the time. is because that guy could not keep a straight face while Jackie Gleason was riffing. <laughs> So he's just like, I'm just, just focus on being dead asleep. And he did it. That had to have been a blast filming. Oh, oh yeah. The hookers and cocaine oh, and nonsense. That was in the late 70s. Crazy. We're going to film today? Jackie Gleason's drunk all day making just one joke after another. Again, though, this is not for, don't go dragging somebody new to this. It's not for them. This is a full-on nostalgia night for people who remember it with the, uh, quality memories in their lives if you're thinking well maybe i'll check that out no don't you'll hate it it's awful because by today's standards it's one of the worst movies you've ever seen <laughs> it's terrible no it's great <laughs> but for all us who grew up little kids with smoking the bandit there's something about it it wasn't a better time i'm not going back to that it was just something different it was just a weird little segment of life that the craziest part this was the number two movie that year, second to Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars and Smoking the Bandit. Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the other crazy thing. In the mid-2005-6, two, like I, th- I thought we were doing it again because the trucker hats came back, Von Dutch, and everybody started to dress like, I'm like, uh-oh, it's happening. It's cyclical. We're going to have a trucker rev-. And then people realized that it, it's always a little, I mean, thing. I've noticed a lot of uh, Bass Pro in the high school, Bass oh, Pro Well, hats. you're in Gilbert. Yeah. They, they've always had farm uh, influence for some reason. The Bass Pro Shops were the kids we knew were going to Gilbert High. But just that's, that's when we specific. Knew. Oh, when I went yeah, there, yeah. You know, yeah. That's all it was. Remington and Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, late 80s, like, early 90s. Oh, <laughs> it was man. ridiculous how many of that. We played the Little League team. The th- bearded 13-year-old boys were all six feet two. Well, standing there looking. I'm like, how come Gilbert kids? And they didn't have all-star hats. They had the shirts, but their hats were all whatever they wanted to wear. King ropes. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Wrangler, King ropes, all those weird hats. Yeah, Gilbert is influenced by the 
Bass Pro Shops. Always has been. It's a weird thing that starts happening in Mesa, trickles over to go. I can't imagine what Queen Creek's like. That's where the farms are now. Those kids are just, they probably dress as bass. Weirdos. Anyway. But, yeah, the trucker hat thing had me scared there for a little bit. We were going to do a little Smoking the Bandit revival. But tonight we will. And Jerry Reed is Damn the, right. the best part of it. Black is beautiful <laughs> and expensive. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid for doing this. And I'm driving all the way out to you for it. I don't look gay. Christ. And you're not exactly staying close to home. No, uh uh-uh. We're going no, pretty yeah. distant. Yeah, we're making a haul. Well, maybe we should haul some cores to it. I'll bring oh. a cooler. Oh, that's, I'm, you got I'm a half hour. It. And the whole movie, by the way, for those of you who don't know, is about two guys trying to just get cores to a party. Yeah, from Which, Texarkana to Because it wasn't allowed. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. allowed past the Mississippi. It's And it's cores. We did two of those Big growing up road trips. For cores? Bringing cores back. We did too. I remember, yeah. Not Stupid. just specific. I mean, we were going there to hunting in Wyoming. Right. And one of the things you'd have to bring back were Coors a couple of cases. For your drink. When we drove out to Chicago one time, my aunts were like, oh, can you bring Coors? And my dad's like, why? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, sure. No problem. Because we can't get it here. All right. Well. Coors. <laughs> it's the only way you can say it. Coors. The banquet beer. Dude juice. <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's get it. It's ready? Uh, ready to go. This will get me all fired up for where. Oh, not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Eleven and a half hours, Brett, uh, for smoking the banner revival. Too long. <laughs> I know. We'll be, there'll be a nap in between. Uh, it's seven twenty-five. Here it is for tonight. Smoking the Bandit revival. Am You're welcome. You're getting all this free press for it. Jerry Reed on the Big Red Radio. Yeah. All right. Ninety-eight. He's bound it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.